0: We've hit the business end of the BNP Paribas Open, and the tennis continues to be fascinating. Players have started securing places in the quarterfinals, with Simona Haller being the first player to reach the final eight. And what better place to extend your tennis day than here in Tennis Paradise? Hello and welcome to our 11th episode of the Tennis Paradise podcast, coming to you from the lush and gorgeous Indian Wells Tennis Garden. Sometimes I wonder how the players don't get distracted by the stunning scenery that surrounds. My name is Craig Gabriel, and I'm your host on the Tennis Paradise podcast, I'll be joined by Jill Kravis and Nick McCabald to review highlight matches from Tuesday's action, and we'll look ahead to the matches that are on the schedule of play for Wednesday. The three of us also update things right through the day on Bank of the West Radio, so if you're coming to the BNP Paribas Open, make sure to stop by the Bank of the West living wall in the exhibitor's village to pick up one of the free earpieces. That will allow you to listen to Tennis Channel commentary, hear our updates and chats, as well as the guests that we have in the commentary studio. Some of the players we've had coming through are Simona Halep, Alex Dimino, Taylor Fritz, Tommy Paul, Martina Navratilova, Raleigh Opelka, Miramar Kismanovic, and it's been a lot of fun. So now let's check out the highlights from Tuesday and with that I welcome former top 40 player Jill Krabus. It's been another terrific day JC and we really have a bird's eye view from our booth which is atop of Stadium 1.
1: It is a beautiful view and we just have to talk about how nice this stadium is. It's been packed all day and all night. It's just been such a good atmosphere, but not only on Stadium One, it's all around the grounds. I mean, I just love the layout of this tournament so much because every stadium court is so great. It's so many so many places available for the fans to go sit and watch, and also the area by the practice where the fans can get so close to all the players practicing before their matches, and it's just been, it's just a great facility. The gardens around, I mean, there's so much to talk about. And you mentioned, Craig, earlier the activities that have been going on every single day for fans if they want to get break if they want to have lunch there's been bands every night so it's just it's just an awesome place to be
0: yeah there's no doubt about it Joe so now let's start by having to review all yeah no doubt about it Jill. So now let's start by having to review the All-Romanian clash between Simona Halep and Serana Cristea. It was first up on Stadium One. They hadn't played each other for 12 years.
1: I know I couldn't believe when I saw that. I couldn't believe it had been so long but Halep just played a very solid match. I mean it is so tough to get a point by her and the way Kirstea plays she likes to hit through her opponents but that's one of the most difficult things to do against Halep because she moves so well, defends so well and she's starting to be a little bit more offensive when she can so she's a very very difficult opponent to play so I mean I wasn't surprised that she was a little bit too steady especially on these slower courts from from uh, that um, would favor Halep over Costea. but it's it, it was just a great match that Halep played very clean very solid I know Craig you spoke to her about what it was like to play a fellow Romanian
2: I think everybody has a little bit of stress when he's playing against uh a person that is in the, from the same country, uh, but I can say I'm used to it. i played so many times with uh, all the Romanians, uh, but with her I didn't play in the last 12 years. So it was something new. Uh, I didn't know actually what to expect. Uh, we practiced few times only uh, during the year, so it was really something new. But uh, I feel like I played perfect in the first set. I knew what I have to do. The second set was a little bit tougher because I started to miss also, she started to play a little bit better, Uh, but I think it's a strong uh, victory for me and I'm really happy that uh, I could finish in two sets and um, that I could play like that.
0: Yeah, that was 6-1, 6-4 to Halap. And Jill, what about Maria Sakri? I, I, I've always loved watching her play.
1: She is so fun to watch. And I just love her fire and determination and her spirit on the court. I mean, you can see it. I love that her pers- personality shines through in every match that she plays. Um, the match ended in an unfortunate way. She played Daria Saville, who unfortunately had to retire just 4-1 in the first set. And I think Sakri handled herself really well. Obviously, you don't want to have to win that you never want to see your opponent have an injury or have to retire in a match So I was really looking forward to that match because I thought it was gonna be a battle But it was unfortunate that it ended with it that they only played just five games.
2: It was five games But it was a five long day long games, especially the first two um, I had a half an hour warm-up then I played for 40 minutes now. I think it's it's an hour and ten minutes, so it's plenty enough for a uh, day on the uh, on a tennis court between between matches, so I never thought like I, w- I needed to go uh, and practice more. Um, I put the hours before coming to the tournament. I think it's clever, you know, to just um, do what you have to do during the tournament and not overdo it. So I was just, um, you know, uh, thinking of how can I protect my body so I can go deep here.
0: Maria also said she has plenty left in reserve for more matches to come.
2: The tournament didn't feel long. Now I feel like I still have a lot in the tank for three more matches. It can be, it might be one, might be two, might be three, but I feel like, you know, I, I just have, because I'm used to going deep, now I feel like it's not something new for me. So I would say from last year, I started feeling like it doesn't feel like very tiring to go deep into a tournament.
0: So, What about some of the other women's matches?
1: Yeah, I mean, first on, on Stadium 4 was the Martic Samsonova match. I was curious to see how Martic would come back after that long three-set match win that she had against Radu Kanu. And she was playing another seeded player, and she just played so well. I thought, I like her variety. I think her serve is very effective on these courts because she's got a fantastic kick serve that really bounces up high over her opponent's shoulders, and she fought hard. Those last couple games that she was trying to close it out, they were really close games, and Petra has just stuck so strong mentally. And then also, Keys against Harriet Dart. Harriet Dart has had a great run here, but Keys came through mat- that match. She's looking so good. I mean, she's been saying that she's been taking on the challenges within herself extremely well this year, and that's something that she's very proud of. And then also Ida Sviantec, who was second after the Halep, mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsteia match, she had a tough match against Kerber. She lost that first set and I know she's lost the first set of all of her matches so far so she's had to dig deep but she's adjusting really well I think when she's getting challenged she's being smart about how to change tactics because she's got the talent to change in her game and be able to overcome these opponents so it's been really good to watch.
0: Okay and now let's go to the men, Jill, and uh, there was a wide variety of men men's matches in action.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, there was. I think uh, Ketchmanovich that you already mentioned earlier. I thought that was going to be a, a big, big battle, but he played so strong against Van de Janskop. Berrettini coming through again against Lloyd Harris. Ber- Berrettini mentioning that he felt like he needed the crowd to help him through that match, and he got the support that he wanted. That that was a great straight sets win for Berrettini. Taylor Fritz coming through um, against Munar. I mean, that was an unreal match. That was seven in the third set, and that just looked physically exhausting if you watched that match at the end of it. I mean, but Taylor Fritz, he loves playing in the heat. It was a bit hotter today, so he thrives in those conditions. Also, uh, Herbert Horkach over Steve Johnson. Um, that was a great win. That was um, a little bit later into the evening, Horkach coming through in straight sets. Alex Dimonor, your compatriot, Craig. I mean, he looked at really good. I thought that was going to be a, a tough battle, a very long match. But I feel like Dimonor just had a little bit more consistency in the big moments. And also Dimitrov. He was a semifinalist hash last year. He beat Bublik. And uh, so that was a great win. He, he had huge fist pump at the end. He was so excited to get through that. So he loves playing here. He said he just feels at home here. And that's where you want to feel. You want that comfort. And, of course, the big John Isner. (laughs) against Diego Schwartzman. I mean... John, again, the serve was so effective. They played during the day. It was hot, and with those conditions, the serve just bounces so high. And I know, Craig, he spoke to you about how he feels very comfortable here in the desert. No, I, I just
3: really like the conditions here. They suit my game. Medium pace, hard uh, pace, hard court out there, and kind of light air. It just really suits my game. Um, and I do enjoy being at home, but really, like that out there on center court playing at, at three o'clock. 80-something degrees and not much wind. I mean, I, I cannot ask for anything better than that.
0: Joe, for now, thanks very much. You're listening to the Tennis Paradise podcast, and thanks for being with us. And now to the order of play for Wednesday, and for that I welcome in Nick McCarvel, and there's another plethora of wonderful tennis in store for everyone on Stadium 1, 2 and 3. Here's what we have on Stadium 1. 11am, Taylor Fritz against Alex Diminor, then Rafa Nadal versus Riley Opelka. Not before 3pm, it's Simona Halep against Petra Martic. Not before 6pm, it's Madison Keyes and Igor Swiatek, And then Cameron Norrie, our title holder, plays Jensen
3: Brooksby. Nick, over to you. I'm really excited for this Taylor Fritz against Alex De You know, this matchup, just a few months ago, they met at the US Open, and Fritz actually won that match in four sets. But De you know, he came into our radio booth for Bank of the West Radio, and he just seems like a guy who feels like he's got his head back on his shoulders. We know that he's such a physical fighter out there on the court, and I actually think it's gonna be a tough one for uh, Fritz because he had that nearly three-hour match on Tuesday to get into this match, but these guys they know each other well. They've played each other several times. I mentioned Fritz obviously having won that last match, but let's hear how they see each other. Let's start with Alex de Menor. I'm, I'm ready for, for battle. It's going to be a very tough match. Um, this is his backyard and this is where he plays his best tennis. And, you know, I'm ready for the challenge. I'm going to do everything I can to try and neutralise his powerful game and, and try to dictate it myself uh, as much as I can. So, look, it's another opportunity for, for me to make another big step and uh, keep pushing towards, uh, you know, deeper ends of uh, bigger tournaments. Ah, it's it's always really tough uh, playing, playing Demon. He's... Really tough to play. He wins a lot of points that are uh, pretty frustrating just by how many, how many balls he gets back. And, you know, I only got my first first win on him ever the most recent time we played at US Open. So um, going to be a lot less pressure going into this match than the other two because I know that I'm going to have to play really well. Um, I know that it's going to be super tough. And, you know, what I did to beat him at the Open is still pretty, pretty fresh in my mind. So I think I have a pretty good um, idea of what I need to do this next match on Stadium One. I mean, I'm really excited for it. You know, Rafael Nadal and Riley Opelka, we also had Opelka in the booth with us. And you know, they played last year on clay in Rome. Rafa won four and four. Opelka said it wasn't even that close. But I think this is the time of day that Rafa loves to play. He's really settled himself well into this tournament having escaped against Sebastian Korda. He came back from a breakdown in the first set against Dan Evans. But Opelka has to come out swinging. You know, he's hit 20 aces in two matches. I don't think he's happy with that. I think he wants to hit more aces against Rafa. He's gonna need them against uh, you know one of the greatest of all times, if not the, with 21 major wins. This is going to also be a crowd that is going to be, sure, we're in the US, but it's gonna be a crowd that I think is gonna favor Nadal, just because he is an all-time great. I'm, I'm equally excited, as excited, for Simona Halep and Petra Martic. I think this could be a really tough one. You know, Simona's someone who's a multi-time slam champion, but she's got this fire within her, and she was in the booth as well with you and Jill. And, you know, speaking about feeling refreshed this season, obviously we know that she got married in the last few months, had to miss Wimbledon, you know, that was disappointing for her but I think that Simona Halep, with the fight that she has, Petra Martic, she's a, a confusing, confounding player at times for her opponent. So I think that's big. In the evening session, excited for Maddie Keyes and Iga Svjantek. Keyes was talking about Svjantek being such a tough customer. I love Svjantek's mental game herself. And then Cam Norrie, the reigning champ against Jensen Brooksby. If you don't know the book on Brooksby yet, you've gotta get to know this American kid, kid, 21, but still up and comer, who's just shot up the rankings. He was outside the 250 last year. He's now inside the top 40 in the live rankings, which is huge. You know, Berrettini, Kaczmanovic, very excited about that one. But Sinner Kyrgios, you know, Nick Kyrios hasn't dropped a set in three matches played. Yannick Sinner, we know that he is this Italian player that just does everything so complete, so well on the tennis court. But Nick Kyrgios, I don't know, it's a a different version of him. You know him so well, Craig. But let's hear from Nick. He's talking about how the respect that he has for Sinner on court.
0: Hell of a playoff. You know, he's actually my favorite guy of the next gen. You know, I watched him play the last year and a half, and the way he hits the ball off both sides is insane. You know, he's a great ball striker, and he moves exceptionally well for his size as well. So, you know, I'm going to watch a bit of film. on, you know, my own coach, so I'm going to study him a little bit, get prepared for the big match.
3: Well, really excited for John Isner and Grigor Dimitrov. I, I really, I truly think that this could be a great matchup. That next match, we're into Stadium 2. Gail Monfils and Carlos Alcaraz, two guys on, on different ends of their career. You know, Malfis beats the world number one 13 years for a second time, 13 years after he'd beaten the world number one for the first time. Carlos Alcaraz is a guy that a lot of people think is a future world number one. If you don't know the name, know the name. Actually, let's hear from both of them and we'll start with Le Mans, Monf, Gail Monfils.
2: It's going to be a, a tough match. He's full of confidence, young, um, hitting big the balls. Just have to play my game and be there, you know, uh, try to find a solution. Obviously, I never played him, so it's going to be interesting. He's ready, you know, to uh, to uh, to roll, but um, yeah, I hope uh, he, will, uh, he will find uh, a whole rock for him uh, in two days. So, uh, Gael is playing really, really well. I mean, he's uh, really tough. Uh... Rid really of player. Mm, well, he has a, a, a good speed. You know, he he runs a, a lot. He's really fast. He has uh, great shots as well. Uh, it's it's gonna be a really tough uh, match and fun. A, a fun match as, a, as well. It's gonna be a, a great rally. It's, uh, it's gonna be a, a great. A great...
0: Thanks, Nick. Well, that's it for this episode of the Tennis Paradise podcast. We all hope you continue to enjoy the action from the BNP Paribas Open at the Indian Wells Tennis Garden. On behalf of Jill and Nick, thank you very much for being with us. Till the next day, this is Craig Gabriel.